Welcome to Tavern Tales Presents The Power of Friendship, a 5e Dungeons and Dragons actual play curated for your enjoyment. Friendship, eh? The power of friendship. Well, sometimes you need actual power, and just running forward with blind hope in your friends is going to... Well, it's going to get you exactly where we find ourselves right now. As all three of them moaned and groaned, awakening. What happened? You come to... You can't seem to move your arms or legs. You can definitely feel your extremities because all of you hurts horribly. You sense movement near your score and you can all dimly hear the sound of some sort of rasping, like steel being honed. For each of you, the last thing you recall is that purple eye regarding you impassionately as now you hear Frank's cackle in the background. Fuck Frank. You vaguely recall unsettling, disquieted dreams of torture and death to come, but there's also a whispered promise of hope. There doesn't seem to be much hope now, though, lying naked and bound upon the stone operating tables of this madman necromancer. Someone comes into view score. It's none other than tomato pie. Zombie tomato pie? Or like, he's normal and I'm having a weird dream tomato pie? Uh, It looks like tomato pie. Don't see any obvious bolts sticking out of his neck or sutured wounds. Okay. He doesn't look like what I saw him dead in the other room, right? He does look very similar to that, but he is moving around. So whether he has come to or been brought back to life or some now newly animated undead corpse. I mean, you're not skilled in those sorts of things to know or hope. Okay, Score will try to um, whisper as softly as he can as Score has no inside voice. Hey, uh, Charles, Charles, is that you? Tomato Pie looks down upon you, reaches out a hand, and covers your mouth, and then tips your head up And you feel something coarse and rough, wet and slippery, begin to scrub at your neck. I don't like this at all. (laughs) 
Um, can I like try to shake my head away from his hand or is he like got a like literal death grip on my face? Sure. Yeah. Let's go with that. I like the idea of him having a literal death <laughs> grip on your face. <laughs> yeah. Score will try to turn his head and talk to him like muffled through like, but nothing. Christina and Christopher, your characters hear this muffled crying out. One of you to the left, one of you to the right. Vivi? Yeah? Vivi? Ellis, are you naked? I was just going to ask you that. Yeah, answer's yes. Uh, uh, score? Uh, oh, score, what are you doing? Wait, wait, can I turn my head to, to see score? Or see where that- It's painful. It hurts so much to turn your head. And you realize that there's angled wooden blocks that are propping your head straight forward. And you can't- it's hard to get your head to turn just right to push that block out of the way or get over it to look. My body below my neck is de facto paralyzed. Oh, no. You could probably move, but your arms are bound and so are your legs. Oh, they're bound. Okay, gotcha. Could I cast somatic spells or are my hands restrained? Not. I don't think you can move your hands okay. enough to cast anything somatic. Got it. Score? Score, buddy. <laughs> the hand twists your head, score, and you can see Vivi pale in the torchlight, strapped to this operating table. And that scrubbing sensation then goes across your face and ear and the side of your head, scrubbing you dispassionately. Um, with my head turned, is he is he still holding my mouth, or he just puts like has his hand on my cheek? Just yeah, just twists your head. Uh, guys, tomato pie is preparing me for something. We need to figure something out because I think they're gonna start cutting me soon. What? Tomato pie was dead. We left him behind that door, that really awesome door. Do we have any idea how long we've been asleep? You think we've been asleep so long that we've circled in time and have now appeared in the past before tomato pie died that's insane score that's an insane thing to think i i don't think that's true nice thought i would like to be in the past and not here what what do you feel score they're rubbing my neck and my face with something and i don't know it's it's not good this can't be good tomato pie free us and i cast suggestion okay it's vocal and material do I not have oh, material? Where, where are you getting the material for that? All right. Damn it. <laughs> damn it. Damn <laughs> it. So damn much it. fun for me. Hold on. Watch as Christina goes through all of her spells to see what she has that is just verbal. Uh-huh. I'm going to cast Vicious Mockery. Okay. A wisdom save of 15. I say- I got a nat 20. Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch, you did not. <laughs> I really did. God damn it, Kyle. <laughs> But do you want me to say one of my hilarious viscery? Of course. <laughs> or should we save them? You should definitely give me the weakest one you possibly have. Okay. <laughs> if looks could kill, you'd be a necromancer. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That definitely does not ring zombies' <laughs> heart. Yep. So there you go. Score, your head is twisted the other way. You see Ellis strapped to a table. What's his face look like, Score? Did he look like I insulted him? <laughs> I don't think he heard you, buddy. Uh, now, when, from looking left to right, do I see anyone other than Tomato Pie in the room with us? Or are we just being set up by Nurse Tomato Pie right now? 
Is this all you can really see is tomato pie? There are a couple of other figures moving around not so far away from you. Again, you feel like you heard Frank the Necromancer off in the distance cackling away about something, but all you really see is tomato pie close enough to you. I'm trying to think of what I can convince tomato. I don't have any magic abilities. I mean... I have okay charm. Can I charm a zombie? Is that a thing? It's a humanoid. They might be immune to charm. Let me just look that up. As you're looking that up, just a quick question. Do we feel the material the straps are made of that are holding us, that are binding us? Yeah, sure. They are leather and metal and very constricting. Could be either. You can't really see them too well. Mm. Is it cold? Am I chilly? <laughs> yeah, well, you're laying on stone, so you are rather cold. All of you have, like, zero hit points. Correct. Correct. Good times. And almost no spell slots. <laughs> BB says. Yeah, good times. Hey, Frank. I hate you. <laughs> you're not completely naked, though. Your friendship bracelets are <laughs> oh, still <thanks. laughs> tied about your wrists. Oh. Got that going for us. They can never take those off. So charming zombie. I try to sweet talk the zombie. Was that a thing? How are you charming the zombie? Is it some sort of spell effect? or No, this doing? is just literally me trying to pluck at whatever humanity might still be inside tomato pie by finding a common memory. I don't know. I say if he's dead, I don't know. If, I'm just grasping at straws right now because I have nothing I can do. I love that you're grasping at straws. Just for shits and giggles, I want to hear you say it. <laughs> so just do it. It's going to have no effect. Okay. Charles, Charles, I need you to listen to me. I need you to stop and just listen. Remember who you are and who we were. I know we may not have connected as much as we should have, but that's on me. You were always a great person and I wish I would have saw that before. And maybe you and I, we could have been more than just casual acquaintances. We could have been friends or anything, really. Lovers. And I'm sorry, but I, but I need your help. I need you to remember Red Larch and the good memories of who you were. You were a great person. Be that great person now and just help me, please. That's all I got. Aw. I mean, I'll roll with disadvantage or whatever negative you want to throw You have me. gained advantage on a future check that was very lovely and impassioned. But you're not rolling on this. Yeah, I didn't think so. <laughs> there's, there's no chance of success. Yeah, I didn't think so. <laughs> I tried. A tear, Vivi. You can see trickles down the left corner of Tomato Pie's face. I think you made him happy sad. <laughs> sad happy? Sappy? You made him sappy. You sure that wasn't from my jab, Adam? No, it really wasn't. Your jab was terrible. Uh... Thanks for trying, though. Hey, Ch Charles, I we don't know each other, <laughs> but you know Frank, right? Or whatever he's calling himself. I, I don't want him to come down here because I feel like that would open up a whole other can of worms that I just really don't want to deal with right now. But could you get me a blanket? Tomato pie dips up big chonky sponge into a bucket of soapy water and moves further down score Everhart's body scrubbing him virulently. It's not a blanket but thanks for trying. How clean do I feel? You do not feel clean at all. Alright. I'm first so that's good to know. Score, what is tomato pie doing to you? He's uh, giving me the world's most awkward sponge bath. Phoebe, what sort of necromancing involves having to scrub somebody, give him a sponge bath before they perform it. What is he going to do to us? Um, we'll, 
Based on everything that's happened so far and what we've seen, I'm assuming it's some sort of sacrificial bathing. It's a sort of, gotta be clean before he kills you. (laughs) This is all my fault, isn't it? By hitting that orb. I mean, that that might have helped us um, if you hadn't. Not gonna lie. Maybe shouldn't have come into the cave. Yeah. Loot. Can you hear me, Loot? I can't. You're not in physical contact with Hey, tomato pie. Hey, you fat piece of crap. Hey. <laughs> and I try and spit out. I go, hey, hey. Oh, I just want to point out how dry your mouth feels. <laughs> You've lost a great deal of blood. Fluids are low. You feel cracky. And when you spit, it just dribbles onto your oh. cheek. <laughs> hey, come here. Come here. Get in, get in my face. Come here. Time goes by <laughs> as score is scrubbed, red and raw, oh. clean over every inch of his body. That's nice, I guess. Tomato pie. You hear, you all hear the wet sound of this thick sponge falling into the bucket of water. Tomato pie picks up the bucket with a and shuffles away. And time passes again, but now you're all very conscious of what's going on and where you are and just how physically weak all three of you are. Yeah, so yeah, there's like no chance of breaking these straps. <laughs> None of us are strong. <laughs> I know. We're just going to lay here, except our Score, feet. don't your hands turn into fire? Yeah, but I don't think it's going to burn the, the leather or whatever holding us. Yeah, Okay. Anybody else got any ideas? <laughs> I can make myself blurry. <laughs> I love it. Even though I'm weak as hell, I mean, Ellis would try at least to free his hands or legs, just check the integrity of what is tethering me. Sure. Why don't you make that check? I'm going to tell you the likelihood of your success is extremely low. All right. No way. Uh, <laughs> what, what is it? An athletics Not check? Possible. It's it's a seven. Yeah. I got a seven. <laughs> I'm spent. No one look at my penis, please. <laughs> I am looking so f- hard at the ceiling. There's a score between you and Ellis anyway, Vivi. What can she see? Like, does she recognize anything? So you basically recognize the area where you fought those skeletons, the one zombie in a robe and those Mm -hmm. hands. And there were those three stone operating tables that you saw when you first walked in here. You are now strapped to those stone tables. Cool. There was three of them. It just seemed fitting. (laughs) Yeah. 20 minutes goes by. You don't really hear anything else. And time begins to feel like it's going both very quickly and very slowly as you fade in and out of consciousness. Does that count as a short rest? You are not (laughs) rested. Also, you already have all used your hit die, so haha. Have we been asleep for eight hours? Has it been a long rest? Time seems to go by very slowly. I would like to know, where are all of you at in regards to the hope of your freedom in regards to managing to secure your escape and who are your personal gods you worship and where does that lead you down the long road of thoughtfulness as you all kind of dwell upon 
your imminent fate and the shortness of your very short lives. Vivi doesn't worship any gods. She is a believer of science and knowledge. And magic. And magic. (laughs) (laughs) No, she's just, I think she's just beating herself up because she's the one that was sort of marched into this cave and it's like her like school adversary that they're dealing with here and she feels like a failure. She feels like she shouldn't be in this position that mm-hmm. she thought too highly of herself. So it's very humbling in a terrible, awful, depressing, anxiety-ridden way. So she's just sort of staring at the ceiling, just being mad at herself. Yeah, I'd say score is just so angry right now because death to him is this like great and honorable supposed to be beautiful thing that happens you know like under your either your your own volition or like in battle something beautiful and someone cutting him up like a whatever thanksgiving version turkey would be in this world is just so against what he believes death should be it's not that he's upset that he's going to die he's very upset in the manner that which he's going to die right now this is not how he's supposed to go out so what does he worship i've been looking at all the, the different Torm? deities Torm's a good one yeah i like it Torm, i can make up a god where to god no, t- Torm, Torm is the true and loyal fury he is the god of duty loyalty righteousness and law he is oh. a right-handed gauntlet held upright with the palm forward sorry i was just being funny okay <laughs> I was like, wow, that was very accurate of me. <laughs> well, that is the god Torm. That is a legit Forgotten Realms god. T-O-R-M. Uh, okay. So, okay, I'll roll with that. Why not? He can work with <laughs> cool. justice. Yeah, I mean, he's about balance and justice and fairness. Sure, why not? I mean, death and justice, it all goes together. Yeah, so, okay, yeah. cool. Dispassionately, passionately, how have you worshipped Torm in the past? Probably dispassionately of late because his focus has been more on his monastic training and that kind of stuff. So his regular theological practices have kind of fallen to the wayside as he's been focused on learning the way of the long death. It's kind of like where he used to go to, you know, used to worship a lot more when he was younger, but now that he's in college, he doesn't have time for it. (laughs) But whenever he goes home to his parents, he does it then, but on his own, he doesn't really have time for it anymore, but he, he believes. Cool. And Ellis? He would be lying down, of course, and speaking out sort of to himself and into the room. I'm sorry, Spencer. I tried to finish your (laughs) journal. I made it one room farther. (laughs) But that's not good enough. I'm sorry, Dad. I tried to find Mom and figure out the whole meaning behind the letter. And I'm sorry, Lute, and I never got your string. I'm sorry, Beth. I think I'm late for the the date. I've lost track of time. It might be weeks. I might even already be dead. And I'm sorry, you two. Should have been a better adventurer and a better friend. I should have been braver. Should have been stronger. And I should have been a lot of things. Yeah, this sucks. Definitely not in one of my top 10 days. It's even sadder when you hear the sound of your little prairie dog whimpering by your gear. I swear if he hurts my dog, I will bring righteous fury on him. What? Would you say score? If he hurts my dog, I will bring righteous fury on upon him. Score, your prairie, prairie, prairie dog. Prairie dog. Have him chew through the leather. Score, score. He can free us. Score. Did you train him yet? <laughs> I have a good animal handling. I guess 
I don't know how long it would take this little teeth to chew through the leather. 30 minutes later, <laughs> and the little prairie dog is finally managed to get nowhere On the near table. the top of the table. <laughs> I said we get up there and just lick my face. And lick yeah. my sleep. <laughs> the sad sound of its whining and scratching at the table finally dies away as it goes and lays down again beside your pack. Well, I don't usually pray. I never believed in Tamora, but I mean, I, if you're ever supposed to pray, I suppose now's the time. Especially if you don't feel like there's going to be a Tamora. <laughs> I quit. Goodbye. You need to, <laughs> you, you, you need to be stopped, sir. <laughs> One pun too far. <laughs> Does anybody know how to pray? No. Just speak from the heart and... They will hear you if they're there. Tamora, I know I don't pray to you, but if you could help me out just this once and help my friends, I'll write a song about you. The best song that's ever been written. It'll talk about all your good traits and it'll rhyme and be real catchy. This I swear in your name. Roll percentile dice. So I got a six and a 30. So 36. Oh, okay. That, okay. Got it. Nothing happens. Tamora, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to me. It gets more desperate, I don't doubt, as time goes by. Does Score say anything aloud? Not loud enough for his friends to hear, but kind of under his own breath, just, Dorm, I know I've, I haven't been practicing like I should, and I haven't been walking the path. I've been following other paths, but this is not what you stand for. This is unjust, this practice, what is going on here. And if you can find it in your ways to help us in some way i will bring justice for all those that he has punted that he has done these atrocities to personally please torm we we need you roll percentile dice i've not been going to church enough i got five a zero and a five i guess a zero and a five that's hilarious yet nothing nothing seems to happen what does vivi say when vivi finally decides to call out or does she not does she just remain silent yeah, she's she's not religious. She gets into like this like quiet sort of like almost like catatonic state of just like staring at the ceiling. And maybe after like a very long silence, she's like, I didn't feed my cat. You drift in and out of consciousness. I mean, you're at zero hit points. You're all hurting. You're all stuck to this stone slab. You're all unsure as to what is going to transpire next when Vivi, out of the corner of your eye... You feel like you see movement in the darkness. At this point, all of you have been deeply and thoroughly scrubbed. Cool. It's been that long. She's probably going to think she's like just seeing things, like she's hallucinating at this point. It gets closer, if that can be a term that could be used for such a thing, such a vision, such a, a wash of potentially hallucination washes over you. Moments later, though, score, you see something as well. Shadow within shadow, floating, bobbing. Hello? Who's there? Oh, you see that too. Ellis, you open your eyes. <laughs> Mostly because Christopher had closed his eyes. So <laughs> Because he was in character. And I was like, <laughs> open your eyes, hearing these voices. And you as well can see this shadow upon a shadow, this darkness within darkness. Oh, what's all this then? Maybe we're dying. Oh, I don't think well, this is death. It certainly is not Frank or a zombie. 
or some undead thing, but it is drifting down from where Frank resides. You no doubt believe or feel that Frank has put himself to bed and will awaken fresh in the morning for a light breakfast and murder. He'll call out to the, the shadow thing again go, Hello? Can you hear us? Do you understand us? Almost an hour goes by before you feel or think it moves again closer this time. And Vivi, you feel something reach out to touch your mind. Oh, great. It is abyssal, elemental darkness. I can speak that language. You, you speak abyssal, elemental darkness? Well, I speak abyssal. <laughs> if it's sort of like reaching towards her mind, then I think she would then actually sort of attempt to connect with it in some way. And I think like in her mind, she would speak to it. Hello? Uh, do you say that in common or in abyssal? Abyssal. What does it sound like when you say it in abyssal? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> It's the same word? Yes. <laughs> it's very throaty. It, it's translated for our listeners. That makes it easier for them. I love the fact that hello is in abyssal, the same word. It's the same That's word. because there is, there is no formal greeting in abyssal. There you go. It's like no. It's the same in like 19 languages. It's fine. <laughs> oh, I thought it was that like, it's like English speakers. They just talk with a different accent. <laughs> it's like the abyssal accent. It's a different dialect. <laughs> oh, you know that Dolby surround sound bass sound? Yeah. You can feel it rumbling in the stone upon which you rest. All three of you vibrating at that core level. It begins to vibrate <laughs> your very bones till it feels like it's shaking your eyes and you ever get that electric toothbrush too hard against your teeth and everything goes blurry on a screen or whatever <laughs> that sort of thing happens to you as everything starts to go blurry as you feel shaken to the core as whatever this thing is speaks to you and says after a very flowery intro it looks as though you need help I'm sorry, what was that flowery intro? Yes, it was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> it's the end of the world, but I got you by my side. I can tread water forever, no matter how hard it's high. Just take my hand in yours and I'll take yours in mine. This has been The Power of Friendship. Our intro and outro song is The Power of Friendship by Miss This. Check out their music on Twitter, YouTube, or join their Patreon today at Miss This Band. Join us next month for more of the adventure. And as always, thanks for listening. Ooh.